Hey there and welcome. My name is Emmy Massey and this is the Wellness Warrior Podcast. This is the place where we will chat about all things mindset, fitness, faith, and everything in between. Think of it like your go-to pick-me-up mixed with a pep talk from your BFM. My hope for you is that you would leave this podcast pumped up and ready to live your life to the absolute fullest. Ready to get started? Let's go. Hey, you guys. Welcome to episode four of the Wellness Warrior podcast. So pumped to have you here today because today's episode is a special one. This past summer, I had the privilege and honor of being a guest speaker on one of my friend's podcasts called The Mom Day Morning Show. What a fun podcast name, right? So we got to chatting all about motherhood and body positivity and health and fitness and pretty much everything in between. And I really, really enjoyed chatting with my friends Jen and Heidi on their podcast. So I thought that I would bring this episode to you guys so that you could enjoy it too. So I cannot wait to hear what you think about it. And here it is. Hey girl. Hi. Welcome. Thank you. (laughs) We are so excited to have you. So I am going to introduce you to our podcast. Um, So (laughs) this is Miss Emmy Massey. She's a friend of ours here in Rochester. She is a 30-year-old married mama to daughter Hannah, who is now seven months almost eight, right? (laughs) Um, She has been married to her husband, Luke, for five and a half years and is originally from Buffalo, New York. She is also a beach body coach going on four years, and she loves to encourage busy mamas to make time for themselves in order to better love the people in their lives around them. It's a mouthful, but it's very true and very needed. (laughs) Um, Emmy promotes body positivity, which is what we're here to talk about today. Um, She also loves to sing, and she's an active member of her church and has a silly golden retriever named Griffin, (laughs) who I've met. (laughs) Um, So now the reason we brought you on today was to have a conversation about a post that you recently shared, um, which talked about the balance between mamas who love to work out, but also want to love the bodies that they've been blessed with post-baby. Um, but before we get into that, I just want to know, how is it being a new mom? <laughs> <laughs> it's good. I know. I feel like I haven't really seen you since, um, nope. <laughs> at all. Yeah. Um, and you're expecting again. So congrats. <laughs> Thank you. Um, yeah, it's been good. You know, she's, she's the best. She's really an easy baby. So I feel like we, we lucked out and she's just like the joy of my life. I love her so much. So I love it. I love being able to be home with her and just like, not, not have to miss any big moments, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, it's been, it's been great. So good. Well, good. So, all right. So let's get into this. So, um, Recently, you shared, and I have to pull this up, actually. I should have had that already pulled up on my phone. But recently, you shared (laughs) a post, and this is something that we have 
um, kind of brought up before on the show and just something that Heidi and I, like even on our own, have discussed in conversation. And I'm really hoping that a lot of moms out there can relate to this because I think it's super relatable (laughs) and real. Um, So you posted that... I'm just going to read exactly what you wrote here. So you said, I believe you can love yourself just as you are and also work to improve yourself at the same time, Um, which I feel like is so true because there's two sides of mamas, right? Mamas that are like, love your body, you know, all the stretch marks, all the extra skin, all the extra pounds, like whatever it is. And then you have the mamas that are like, work out, work out, work out, get your body back. And I feel like they kind of clash against each other. Like we're supposed to be so supportive of each other, but like you have this group that's gung-ho about just being what your body is and this group that doesn't want their body to be that way. And it's like, why can't we just have both? (laughs) So Uh, yeah, that's kind of, I think that's where like my heart was in that post, because I think there's a lot of, especially on social media, there's a lot of, um, different people or maybe just like trends, I guess you could say that people are just super like passionate, but they're like polar opposites. Like you said, Jen. So it's, you know, I feel like there's huge groups of people that Mm -hmm. are like, if you are working to improve your body or if you want to lose weight or tone or lose the baby weight, you know, I, we hear a lot of people talk about that. Um, they almost like shame you for doing that. And then on the flip side, like, I feel like there's a, and I see this a lot with other coaches. Um, so I try not to be like that personally, but I feel like on the flip side, there's almost this like shame around people that may not want to lose weight and just like love where they're at right now. And so I love to kind of fly in the middle of those things. Like right now for me personally, and this is like a new journey. Like I'm a first time mama. So it's, this is a completely new journey where I'm kind of starting from scratch. And I feel like for me, it's just been like this slow journey of trying to get back to where I was before, but also knowing and recognizing and appreciating like my body for what it did, which was grow a human. And I'm still, I'm breastfeeding Hannah. So like, that's another part of it too, is like my body's also sustaining this other human. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, and so just like appreciating my body for where it's at and what it's done, which is insane. If you've ever been a mom, like you're a rock star. And, um, so just, I think I'm just trying to like find my place in the middle of those two things. And, um, hopefully some of your listeners can appreciate that and just, and just relate a little bit. Like it doesn't have to be one or the other. It can be a little bit of both. Right. Yep. That's a hundred percent. Like what exactly what we've talked about the shaming thing that I'm glad you brought that up because I couldn't think of the word when I was describing it, but, (laughs) but yeah, it's like, (laughs) it's like the shaming, right? Heidi, like we've talked about that. It's like, why, why shame the moms that or shame ourselves, you know, well, that's, you know, of course. We, I mean, we I have our that... own self-imposed well, cause we're getting it internally, but then we hear, when we hear it from an outside source, like everything Emmy that you're saying is, is about validation and validating where somebody is wherever that is. 
in their, in their journey of loving and accepting their body, but also recognizing that it's okay to want to improve where, from where you are and, and just do that in a way that feels good, which is hard to do. (laughs) So that validation is, is huge, especially, you know, coming from somebody who coaches other people. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. It's, I just think that there's a lot of this like word shame keeps coming up for me, just like in like podcasts I'm listening to or books or whatever. And, um, I feel like a lot of women hopefully can relate to that. Like you said, Heidi, like there's just a lot of shame and people looking for validation from like left and right. And Mm -hmm. I like personally, am not a fan of reading posts or seeing people's stories on social media that like make me feel shame for what I'm doing or like my view of my body. Like I (laughs) I'm on my own journey. We can all like respect each other. And if one woman is over here, like I want to lose 25 pounds and another one's over here, like I'm embracing what I have and like, I'm going to fit into whatever jeans like fit me. And I don't care what I look like in a bathing suit. Like, I don't think that either one is wrong. Um, and yeah. I think it's okay to like in different seasons of your life, be on different ends of the spectrum. So, yeah. Good for you for at least recognizing that because I feel like that, that is a struggle for me for sure. Like, and I don't know if it's just my background being a dancer and having a certain body image in mind. I mean, I have to recognize the fact that I'm not a 20 year old dancer in college anymore. Like I'm 33 now. (laughs) So it's very different, but it's just kind of like, I don't know. I guess I just think I should still be a certain way. So coming back after baby was definitely like a mind trip for myself. And then getting pregnant again, I never really got back to where I thought I would be. Mm -hmm. So then going into that was like, whoo, All I can say is at this point, like, thank goodness I am pregnant because wearing a bathing suit this summer, at least like (laughs) I can just get a maternity bathing suit because if I wasn't (laughs) pregnant and I wasn't back where I thought I would be, like, I probably, I personally, like, I don't think I could be comfortable with myself in that, which is upsetting. But for me, that's, that's the truth, unfortunately. Yeah. Well, and you're, you're in that, the fitness, are you still teaching classes? Yeah, I still teach a few, not as many as I was before Anthony, okay. but still doing yeah, it a little. I, yeah. So I and I I I did dance a very short amount of time, so I can't relate to the dance portion of it, but I feel like the fitness industry, um, there's a lot of pressures. Although I will say I think that there are um how do I say this? I feel like at least in the beach body world, um, they're starting to have a lot more equal representation in terms of body sizes, um, Mm -hmm. in, in our programs and workouts and trainers, which I really appreciate as someone who like, I've never been a small person. Like I've just kind of been medium ish size to large for most of my life. And so I think in the fitness industry for a really long time, what we were pointed to as like, you know, the ideal body is like, no hips, like, you know, eight, eight pack abs, (laughs) like super skinny, whatever. Um, and so anyways, uh, kind of a long tangent to say, I, I relate to that in terms of just like the societal pressures you may feel whether you're in the fitness industry or as a dancer. Um, and it's funny you say that about 
about pregnancy because I've I don't intend on getting pregnant anytime soon, but I've thought those same thoughts, like, what if I got pregnant right now? Like I still haven't lost the baby weight, you know, a lot of us like try and do that after. And, um, yeah, it's, I, I can imagine that that's like, that's a difficult place, but also like you said, maybe a relieving place to be in (laughs) at the moment. Yes. Yes. (laughs) Yes. <laughs> Although I will say this pregnancy so far has been very different from my first pregnancy, like, which is just so interesting. And as far as gaining weight, like, yes, I never fully lost all of it before. So maybe that's why I haven't gained that much yet, but like I've barely gained any weight and I'm halfway through. <laughs> so it's just, yeah. I'm like, what's happening? Like, yeah, I don't know. It's all just strange. You know well, what you're having and- yet? Uh, we find out on Saturday, so we will know soon. (laughs) We will know soon. I was going to say too, COVID definitely played a role. I think for a lot of mamas. Oh yeah, definitely. Um, if you were pregnant or if you then, you know, through COVID then were postpartum or even for, I know for me, um, I was in my second year of being postpartum, but that first year is just a whirlwind. Like (laughs) you're just struggling to find a groove of some kind, let alone, um, you know, any type of self-care or getting back to anything. And I don't know, for me personally, I have a very, I'm tall. I, I've always been very lean and I have a pretty athletic build and I, I struggled really deeply with my, uh, with my self-image and with my fitness and finding a groove to even get back into, into feeling like myself again. And I ride horses and I do yoga. And even that girl riding a horse after having a baby is like no experience. <laughs> I, I could even describe my pelvic floor was like, why are you doing this? So I, I just, yeah, I feel like it's it's as much as it is what we see in the mirror, it's also like how our bodies physically feel and what they're capable of doing. And like you said, Emmy, I had to remind myself so many times, yeah, my pelvic floor also helped bring a child into this world. So maybe I can't really ride my horse the way I want to right now, but it's okay. It's it's all good. But there were definitely times where that was kind of devastating because it's that realization like my body has physically changed in a way that will forever, you know, my hips will never be the same again. Yeah. Yeah. And that's just the thing. Like everyone says, well, not everyone, I shouldn't say that, but I've had a few people say like, oh, you know, my body was, was never the same. And then that's where that whole thing comes into play. It's like, well, could you have gotten it to be back the same? Did you not? work hard enough? Is it really just that your body is not the same? Like every body's body is so different postpartum that you really, it's impossible to compare, um, you know, one situation to the next and one's recovery journey to the next. So it's like finding that for yourself and finding how to be okay with it. And like, (laughs) I don't know, it's just, you know, but you don't want to judge anyone or, or make assumptions about what their journey was, but yeah, it's just, I don't know. Like, how do you feel like it's been, if you don't mind speaking about 
yeah. it personally, how long after um, you gave birth did you kind of tr- start to get back into like working out and that whole journey? Yeah. Um, I, <laughs> I like love my workouts. Like I, those first six weeks were like torture for me. I was like, I oh, have no. to something. <laughs> just cause they, over the last four years, that's just been like my lifeline. Like it's, and you worked morning. out a lot during your pregnancy too. I remember you yeah. were sharing a lot of that. So yeah. Yeah. That, up until that's like, awesome. the, day, the day before. <laughs> yeah. Yes. yes. Oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah. So you it know. just, I don't know. I loved, I loved it. And we luckily have like a, um, like a prenatal, um, bar program. So like those, I just like stuck to those. It was great. But anyways, okay. so the first six weeks after, which is kind of like the typical time you're not supposed to work out. I did a little bit, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> my doctor, but I just did like stretching and stuff. Um, it's okay. Yeah. No, I just, just need stretching. It's good. Yeah. And I walked my dog. So, um, but yeah, I think for me, honestly, the what my struggle has always been is nutrition. And I think that, um, and I know we're kind of talking a little bit more about fitness, but it's kind of but the nutrition goes hand in hand. It does. Yeah. 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 So I think for me, like for most of my life, the struggle has been nutrition and I've always, I haven't ever really struggled to work out consistently. Um, my mom, like growing up worked out and we would go to the gym together. Um, so I feel like that was just kind of ingrained in, in my brain. And now as a coach, I think, I think part of it for me is like, that's part of my business is to show up and take care of myself every day. Um, and as an example to my clients and team and like prospective clients and things yeah, like really that. holds you accountable for, yeah. 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 So I think the nutrition side has been the bigger struggle, especially because, and I'm sure both of you can relate a little bit, but like during pregnancy, you just, you just eat what, (laughs) what you feel like eating because a lot of times for a lot of us, like we're nauseous or we don't have an appetite. And then all of a sudden we have a craving for McDonald's and it's like, okay, I need a McDonald's. (laughs) But, um, so for nine months I ate pretty much like crap. And so trying to get back into the swing of like eating veggies and drinking a lot of water and like all these things. Um, it's just been a process and it's something I'm working on, but I'm trying to just like show myself some grace. Like I think being, yeah. Yeah. being like, like you said, Heidi during COVID, like it was a really hard mm-hmm. time for so many people and it was a really hard time to be pregnant and give birth too. like, it kind of sucked. Um, And so just like showing yourself grace, not expecting perfection. And one of my friends has told me this, um, just this quote or idea, I guess that like, there's no timeline. So there's no, it's not like there's this timeline up, you know, in the universe or that God has for you or something where they're like, Oh, you haven't lost the baby weight. And it's been seven months. Mm. You miss, you missed your opportunity. Like, no, there's none of that. I feel like that's what I had, um, expectations of for myself. I couldn't tell you what the timeline was, but when I reached a year and it wasn't there, I was like, um, (laughs) what, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And I, I think too, um, one of, I think she's, I don't know if either of you follow her, but her name's Ashley Molstad and she's uh, another coach in the company. She's awesome. All about body positivity. But, um, she shared this post one time and it rang so true, true for me. Um, and she said something like, um, 
you know, my body, my body will never be the same or something along those lines because like my body brought my favorite human into the world and I would never trade this, my favorite human for the body I had before. And I was like, Oh, like, yep. That's it right there. Like if, you know, if I look like how I do today for the rest of my life, but still have Hannah, I would do it a thousand times over. Right. And so Mm -hmm. I think just like showing yourself, like what's more important to you. And yes, you can definitely like work on your health. And if you have weight loss goals, like let's talk about those, let's focus on what we can do to get there. But also like, it's totally okay to not be back to your pre-baby body, um, like a lot of our society kind of pressures you into. And I remember when, like, honestly, even the last few months, I'm like looking at my watch, like, okay, when do I get my like old body back? (laughs) Right. Um, but like, it's, it's, it may not ever be the same. Um, maybe I'll get to a better place than I was before. I don't know, but I'm just trying to like hold loosely to, you know, those goals and and realize that like, there are more important things in life for me right now than like being a certain gene size. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. It's very true. Mamahood's a total metamorphosis too. You become a whole new human being. So there really is no going back because this Mm -hmm. is like, you just transformed. So it's Mm -hmm. learning, at least I found for myself, learning who this person, this new person is with all, with her limitations, but like, these, those, like you're saying, I mean, that, that new gift of that little human being that you, you brought into this world and that you get to share your life with, it's incredible as much as it's uh scary and yeah, that the mental game and all of this is, so I was huge. just going to say, yeah, it's, it's not so, only physical, your yeah. body, it's, it's mental, mentally, mm-hmm. like getting to know yourself all over again and, and it's getting to know your body all over again. What am I capable of? And, and, and like you're saying, showing yourself that grace for what you can and cannot do um, at any given time. Cause as we know, postpartum, whew, that's a jungle. <laughs> <laughs> you don't even know what to, you can't even anticipate what you're going to be able to do. So, yeah. That's Oof. awesome. Now you, so you, okay, let's, let me think about this. She's seven months. So you gave birth what month? It was like the fall, right? October, the end of October. Yep. So Halloween, was, it was October 24th. So she was actually uh, crazy, crazy story. She was actually born on her due date. What? Really? Yes. No which was wild. Yeah. So we were that wondering if she was going to be a Halloween baby, but she was a few days. Yeah. <laughs> See, now I'm due the 28th. So I'm, I'm uh, wondering that too, but yeah. so for you, what was, what was the COVID hospital experience like at that point? Cause yeah. I know what it was for me in March. We got in and out just before, mm, but lucky. what was it like in October? <laughs> oh. Um, so you could have one um, support person. So that was Luke, my husband. And then I had a doula, um, luckily. So yeah. So Amy is incredible. Um, she's also, and she was allowed to be there or no. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She oh, was. they were both. Oh, good. Okay. Yes. Yep. So you could have one support person, um, and then a doula and that was really it. Like if I yeah. didn't have a doula, it would just be Luke. Right. Um, so it was awesome. And it was, we were there for a pretty long time. So to have both of them to kind of like, you know, pass the, 
pass the torch, if you will, to help me, Mm -hmm. um, was really good, but yeah, it was strange. And like my mom, (laughs) my mom really wanted to come in and see me right after, um, Hannah was born, but for some reason, such a random story, but for some reason they marked in my, um, account that I refused to take a COVID test, which I never did. Um, I just asked them if they could give me a COVID test once they admitted me into the hospital instead of like in triage. And so my mom wasn't allowed to come up and visit because I refused to take a COVID test. Oh no. And oh so, my God. Yes. But the, I think the next day, because as soon as I learned that I was like, Oh, test me. Like, yeah. Fine. So then right. the next day she was able to come, but then Luke oh, had that's to leave. Good. So like, you could really only have one person there. Right. You. So Luke, Luke like came home and my mom was there so yeah. yeah, I mean, it was, it was fine. Um, it, it was such a, you know, it's a hot mess. <laughs> but <laughs> yeah. You, know, you recently shared your birth story too. Yeah. On, on your page. I was reading that. Uh, yeah. Yeah. It was wild. It was. Crazy, and then how so. was it coming home? Yeah. Did you have was... the support that you felt like you need? I mean, it's so hard to know, right? Cause this is the first time for us. So it's like, we don't have any Thing to compare it to of what we yeah. had before. <laughs> yeah, right. Um, it was good. So I unfortunately had to go back into the hospital because I had a really, really, really bad, um, I think they called it a spinal headache or something because I yes. got an epidural like so yeah. bad. I couldn't even sit up straight and hurt to <gasps> oh, nurse no. her, like all this stuff. Oh, so luckily wow. my parents were here. And so we left Hannah with them for one night. Um, Luke and I went back to the hospital. So anyways, I was very thankful to have my parents here to like watch our dog to be with Hannah. So we didn't have to bring her back into the hospital. Um, right. So, yeah, but I would say, you know, my mom was here for a few days and that was really nice. Um, and then luckily Luke was able to take like three weeks off of work. And so we were just kind of like figuring it out together. Um, but yeah, I definitely, I feel like I had to kind of scale back, especially those first like six to eight weeks. I just, I didn't do a ton of business stuff. Like it was just like, yeah, I was figuring out life, you know, yeah. how to do oh, yeah. things with a yep. child. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. Still trying to figure that one out. Yeah. I was going to say, <laughs> which is something that just continues because every phase yeah. and age that they go through, it's like everything changes. So <laughs> yeah, absolutely. For sure. Oh my goodness. <laughs> I was going to say too. So I work with a lot of, uh, moms specifically in, in their nutrition. And what I love and I love about Beachbody is I was telling Jen, this is the community. Mm-hmm. It, it's like that support system. So I I'm assuming that even during that time that you, it's like a sisterhood. I mean, yeah. I know guys do it too, but a lot of women, <laughs> mostly women, <laughs> the guys, but yeah. mostly women, but that sense of community. And especially during COVID when it was like, we just wanted to be able to connect and especially as a new mama to be able to feel a sense of connection and sisterhood. Like that had to be huge. It was, and it still is like, it really is my lifeline. And I think, um, even just like in the awkward years of like, after graduating college, kind of, you're like young adult, you know, maybe like upper twenties, young thirties, like it's just awkward sometimes to try and like find a community and make friends. And like, where do I go to meet people? Like, I don't really go to a bar. So like, what do I, you know? So I think that aspect of, um, 
Beachbody has been such a gift for me. Just having, you know, we do like zoom workouts in the morning and it's not, we don't even really do anything special, but like we all just hop on zoom, everyone's muted, we work out and then we get off. And so it's just this like constant support system. People are showing up every day. And then, um, you know, because I've been a coach for four years, I've also really developed some like really solid close friends too. And so like, those are some of the people that I, you know, have texted, like, what do I do? <laughs> like Hannah's doing this. Or, like, what do you do when she doesn't nap or, you know, just like asking questions, reaching out for help. And my postpartum journey, um, was really rough, um, for a couple months. Like I really struggled with postpartum depression. Um, and so having that consistent community and just people that, are going to, you know, show up every single day, whether or not I feel like it, they're still going to be there, um, was a huge gift and still is like, honestly, it's one of the most constant things in my life. And I was super thankful that even with COVID and all the stuff that, you know, got canceled and just life changing with Beachbody, not a lot of it did. And so I was, uh, very thankful for that, like one constant in the midst of all the change of last year. So, yeah. Yeah. Having those people that, that, that can hold space for you is like, at least I found, cause I, I also went through, uh, I say severe, some people don't like that word, but for me it was, it was very severe postpartum depression, um, where I didn't necessarily have a community of people that understood what I needed. Yeah. And that was part of my problem. Um, and is that I struggled to find that in the midst of already <laughs> struggling to figure out being this yeah. new first time mom. And so holding space is one of the things that I did find as I was moving through it was what I needed. And then I started to understand um, giving that to other people too. So I feel like f- what, hearing what you're saying that had to be just a, just a really beautiful connection that, that your community was able to do that. Like you're saying they showed up even if you didn't want to like, but it was like the, in in that uplifting kind of way, I feel like. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, definitely. And for me, like um, the business aspect of it too, was just, I like love what I do and I love working hard. And so I think just like having that to go back to when everything mm-hmm. else really in my life was changing, I was like, okay, at least this is still here. Like nothing's changed. Oh yeah. You need that one thing. That's like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. you constant. can just go your to center point. Yeah. It's, it's your center yeah. point. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, for sure. I love that. So why do you think it is that these groups of moms, if you will, are so conflicted in their feelings like they want to support each other but why I'm trying to think of some profiles off the top of my head that I've seen but like you have you know the woman who's posting um maybe some risky photos if you will of like her stomach and stretch marks and things that uh people might be like, ew, that's gross. Why are you sharing that? That's not cool. And then you have the community of people around her. That's like, thank you for sharing this. That's beautiful. You know, this is motherhood. So you have that group. And then you have the super fit moms that are like, 
really, really posting their journey. But why do you think it is that they're so against each other? Like why? I don't even know, but I just love to hear it from your opinion. Yeah. Being in the, I I mean, yeah, I don't have any good answers for that either. I think, um, the only thing I can relate it to is like politics. Like I feel like the political world for so many people. And we saw this a lot last year with the, um, you know, the new president and everything, but, um, I feel like they're just so, there's so many like polarized, uh, opinions of things. And I feel like Mm -hmm. in our society and in our world today, people feel like they either have to be a hundred percent on this side or a hundred percent on this side. And like, you're one or the other. Yeah, and there's and no it's like, gray area. No, and it's like, why? But like, what's all this in here? Like, right. why can't we be in here too? And so I think, you yeah. know, I I I do follow both types of accounts on Instagram. I do too. Yeah, yeah. Same. And so, yeah. And there's there's one um, when you were talking about like stretch marks. There's an account. Um, I think it's Own It Babe. Do you guys follow her? I don't. She's know awesome. That one, no. I think. I With all oh, birds. Birds of papaya, the bird birds papaya. Oh, I birds, follow her birds too. Birds papaya. Yeah, like she her. shares a lot. She shares. I never a lot say her. It's so bad. <laughs> yeah. So her name, her name is Rini Frey, and the Instagram name is Own It Babe. Um, and okay. she actually just posted a picture today of like just weird bumps on her body. But anyways, she just had a baby around the same time I did last year. So it's been cool to follow her and just like see how she's showing up in her space and. Um, I don't, I don't know. Like it's, it's such a good question. And I think that I'll say this too. I think that people show up on social media sometimes a lot more aggressive than they would in person. So I have a, I have a good friend, um, who is actually a, uh, she's an eating disorder, um, like mental health counselor and, so her and I have had a lot of really interesting conversations because we're kind of on opposite ends of the spectrum in regards to that in regards to health. And, um, sometimes I'll like scroll through her stories and I'm like, man, like that's a pretty aggressive thing to share. But then when I'm with her in person, she's never that aggressive in terms of like in our conversation. And so I think sometimes social media can project this, um, you know, this opinion, that you may have that people assume you have based on what you share. And then really in reality, it's like, you don't actually really feel that way, but like you're just resharing. So I don't know. I don't know if that really answers your question, but I think sometimes people feel like they can't be in support of this without being anti this, you know, like, yes, yeah. there you go. That's yeah. Yeah. Right. Like in like order, they have to, in be order in to support the other. Yeah. Right. Because in order to support the mom that's sharing her stretch marks and her body now, you have to be anti-workout. Yeah. Or if you are the workout crew, then you are anti, like, this is my body and I love it. Like, right. Yeah. 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 Which for someone like me is so hard because (laughs) I am in, in the, you know, the fitness dance world. So I have, again, that image of what it should be, but I'm also like, well, why can't I just love myself a little bit this way? Like, it's okay. You know, but in my mind, I'm like, is it okay? Like, (laughs) yeah, I feel like motherhood amplifies things too. Mm -hmm. Like whatever we were prior to becoming a mom, a first time mom, before you enter into that world of your body changing in that way and bringing life earth side, I feel like 
everything with motherhood amplifies things that maybe were already there, but it was it it's all the hormones and the and, well, and everything the too. It's like <laughs> what you see in the mirror changes, and what yeah. your, how your body feels now changes, and like how things fit you, it, you know, it's completely different. Yeah. Um, and even what, even if it's like my aunt walked out of the hospital in her pre baby jeans, don't know how she did it. She's an anomaly, but <laughs> wow. she did it, I guess. But even for her, I know from talking with her, her postpartum journey was still very difficult in loving, learning to love and accept this new person. So, you know, even what's going on mentally, you know, I think when people are so uh, polarizing, like you were saying, Emmy, it's, they want to be in a camp and they want to feel like they belong. And that's where I think it's such a beautiful thing. I go back to the fact that you have this beautiful um, community that's rooted in genuine love and support without judgment. And when people judge, it's a projection, right? It's a projection of something that they're feeling internally. Totally. Yeah. A fear that they already, that they have. And um, you get a lot of trolls and haters on those posts, you know, like like, you were saying, (laughs) it's so much easier for people to be a troll or a hater on the other side of the screen. You know, they wouldn't say say something nice and kind and supportive. Yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. But truly, again, it's unfortunate because it's part. like, come on, we're all moms. We're all in this together. Like, why can't we just all support each other the way we are? But somehow it just is still hard. Yeah. <laughs> and and whatever, you know, that's the thing I, I, I do love about just fitness in general is that there's so many different avenues for you to choose and, and whatever that is, it's, it's a form of self-care. Yeah. You know, Jen and I talk a lot about self-care. I'm, I'm, I, I preach self-care, especially f- specifically to mamas. I mean, it goes without saying for everybody, but specifically moms, because I feel like we really have to work to carve that out. We have to like coordinate with our partners and like really set aside the time. And it's so easy for us to say, well, the baby's napping and the laundry needs to get done or this, you know, over here, da, da, da. And I, uh, you know, for, I know, I'm sure, I know, you know what that's like to be like, nope, this is my half hour to jam out a workout so I can move my body and feel good in it and yeah. whatever that looks like. And so, yeah, just more of that. And I think that people wouldn't feel the need to project such negativity or that those polarizing um, opinions because they're practicing that self-love in whatever yeah. form that looks like that yeah. gray area that, that mm-hmm. gray area. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And it's, I think, you know, at the end of the day, like as a mama, you have so much on your plate. And so if you, if you Ooh, make yourself, a, <laughs> if you make yourself a priority, even if it's for a half an hour, like you said, that's mm-hmm. a win. Like you should celebrate that. You should pat yourself on the back take a sweaty selfie and post it. Like that's a win as a mom. Like you have, like you said, Heidi, there's laundry, there's dishes, there's marriage, there's, you know, a life outside of your home and there's, you know, your work and whatever. And I think that making yourself a priority is so, so important. And I think just focusing on the victory that 
it is to just like do some self-care, maybe take a Epsom salt bath or paint your nails or like just have some you time. Um, and I don't know, I, that's like my, one thing I talk to my clients and coaches about all the time is how you can't pour from an empty cup. So you can't give to your family. You can't serve the people that you love the most to your best ability. If you are not like filling yourself first and you know, you both have mentioned mindset. I think mindset is huge. Filling your mind with like positivity. I love personal development books. They have changed the game for me. Um, and just really like, I don't know, just like seeing working out and seeing fueling your body, right. And just taking some time to care for yourself as really it's, it's taking care of your family too. It's taking care of your loved ones too, because when you take care of yourself, then you're, you show up a better version of you, a better mom, a better wife, a better girlfriend, a better friend, whatever, whatever role you play. Um, it's really, it's caring for them too. So I know sometimes it can feel as a mom, like you're being selfish, but you know, and if you took three, four hours a day to do that, maybe, maybe that's a different conversation. <laughs> yeah. But if it's right. half an hour, right? right? A half an hour or an hour a day. Reasonable. <laughs> right. Yeah. Right. <laughs> right. But, but even that, hours. like sometimes you just feel so like, how do you battle not feeling guilty doing that? Like, like you're saying, it is important for you to do that for yourself to better yourself so you can better your yeah. other relationships. It is so important, but why is it so hard to do? <laughs> like for me, yeah. it's really hard to do. Heidi, I talk about this all the time. Yeah. <laughs> and I need I, to take more I, baths. We're on the other end of the spectrum where I'm like, oh no, girl, if life does not go on unless I get my me time, yeah. nobody wants to see me without that. It's like me without. I have such a hard time with it. I, yeah. Yeah. yeah um, I think a lot of it is like, it's probably internal self, you know, self-talk or self-limiting beliefs, or maybe you're, you know, I'm sure you guys probably talk about mom guilt. Like, I feel like there's this Mm -hmm. pressure that we put on ourselves mostly. Like, I don't know who else is right. We do most of us, unless we have like an awful spouse, which hopefully you don't like, there's no one that's like, Oh, I can't believe you're working out. Like how selfish of you? No, it's like, they want you to have a little bit of you time, just yeah. like you would say to your spouse or your significant other, mm-hmm. babe, go like, go hang out with your guy friends. Like that's, yep. uh, that's fine with me, you know? And so I think that sometimes we just get in our heads and we're like, Oh, like, you know, they're going to think I'm selfish or I'm, you know, they're going to be mad at me for not folding the laundry when it's like most times they don't even notice that the laundry's sitting there. <laughs> They're like, so, I had clean underwear. I didn't even realize that five days in a row. Yeah. Alex is like, is this basket clean or dirty? Yeah, I'm like, yep. sniff it. That's that. There's your indicator. <laughs> yes, okay. Yes. Like, yeah. Yeah. And I think I like personal development. I don't know. I have one book in particular that, um, I don't know if you guys ever talk about PD, but this is like one of my absolute favorite personal development books. It's called Mastering Your Mean Girl by Melissa, Melissa Ambrosini. Mm -hmm. Um, And if you struggle with just like feeling like you have a lot of negativity in your mind that is kind of seeping out into your life, or maybe you, maybe you're really struggling to feel like, gosh, I just feel selfish. I just feel fill in the blank for wanting to take time for self-care. Um, this is an incredible book that I honestly should probably read again, but it's, um, it's really, really good. So I highly recommend this. Say one it one that. more time. What is it called? 
It's called Mastering Your Mean Girl by Melissa Ambrosini. Mastering Your Mean Girl. Okay. Yes. I've heard of that, but I think it now needs to go to the top of my list. I, it's I've really good. She has a podcast as well. So if you want oh, to that, that might all be right, all right. Okay. Because I'm a big podcast junkie. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Yeah. Do a podcast. I listen to podcasts. <laughs> <laughs> I love yeah. it. Yeah. A lot of the people that have podcasts have books. <laughs> yes. Put <laughs> exactly. it all together. Yep. yep. Oh. Well, love thank it. you awesome. so much for hopping yes. on and talking with us today. We loved yeah. having you on. And I just want to thank you for being so real and sharing everything that you do from body image to your workouts to your mental health struggles, like everything that you share is just so awesome and hopefully helpful to your clients and any other moms out there. (laughs) Yeah. Well, thank thank you guys for having me. Yeah. I'm very honored. This is the first podcast I've ever spoken on. So I felt very honored. (laughs) We love it. Hopefully hopefully they, they, (laughs) (laughs) hopefully they're able to take away some good nuggets and I'd love to connect with any of them on Instagram. Um, if anyone wants to hit me up, I'd love to just say hi, but thank you for having me. Sure. Thank you. Thank you so much for tuning in. If you loved this episode, it would mean the world to me if you would share it with a friend or share it on your social media and tag me. If you're feeling extra, I'd love a rating and review too. Until next time, friends.